Today's show is sponsored by the MultiorgasmicMama.com. If lack of confidence, low libido, or guilt and shame around your sexuality are the cause of your bedroom woes, you know, the hot wild sex you never have anymore, or the transition into motherhood that sucked your libido dry, let me help you get your mojo and magnetic feminine spark back. Magic, miracles, total self-love, and multi-orgasmic bliss included. See you at TheMultiorgasmicMama.com. Hello, gorgeous ladies. It's Lacey Broussard here, and today I'm going to be sharing with you five things that I had to claim before becoming multi-orgasmic. I know how hard and frustrating and even intimidating it can be to look and hear everyone else rave about how amazing their sex life is and how incredible their love life is when you're sheepishly bowing your head, hoping that no one asks you about you and yourself and you don't even want to talk about it because I've been there a couple of times in my life where I was everything but a rock star in my love life and everything but a freaking sex goddess in the bedroom. (laughs) But this started to change when I realized how fucked up it was that I couldn't even touch the inside of my own vagina without wanting to vomit. (laughs) I ended up following this desire that I just wanted to like my body and actually be okay with it. I didn't want to feel sexually unexpressed or ashamed or disgusted. I really, really wanted to be okay and comfortable in my own skin and to feel free, to feel liberated. And as many of you know, It was the jade egg practice that changed all of that for me. But what I didn't realize is that starting that practice and receiving sexuality coaching would eventually result in me becoming multi-orgasmic because I never set out to do the jade egg practice or to do sexuality coaching to become multi-orgasmic. It actually just happened as a result. And now that I look back at it all, I realized that there were five main things that I had to claim about my body and sexuality that made becoming multi-orgasmic possible. The first is that I had to claim that my body was capable of more pleasure than I thought it was. I had to believe that it was possible to experience bliss, that it was possible to experience ecstasy completely sober. I know I'm probably like the only person out there that has never gotten high on anything. (laughs) Not a fan of drugs. Um, I've always been a bit hardcore like that because I've always believed that the body is capable of experiencing altered states of consciousness and experiencing high vibration emotions like bliss and ecstasy without needing anything to get there. Uh, Like you don't actually have to take things to feel that way. Um, I've always been a believer that the body is capable of way more than we give it credit for. Um, So believe me or not, but you are capable of experiencing profound ecstasy and bliss in altered states of consciousness, uh, completely sober. Uh, Your body is capable of these things. It's an amazing tool that has the ability to make you feel certain ways. So 
Pleasure can come from any of our five senses being activated. So it can come from looking at glitter. <laughs> There's a reason that I love glitter so much. It's because it brings me pleasure to look at it. Uh, you can get pleasure from smelling a lovely candle or essential oil. You can get pleasure from hearing beautiful music or something that really moves you. You can get pleasure from touching silk or tasting chocolate. Pleasure can come in so many different forms. And when we start paying attention to all of the pleasure cues around us, we start experiencing more pleasure than we thought was possible. And these pleasure cues can lead to you feeling blissed out if you follow them, if you hook into them, if you pay attention to them. But how many of us really go about our daily life looking for pleasure? How many of us go about wondering and asking ourselves, how can I allow myself to feel the most pleasure right now? What can I do that's the most fun thing possible right now? We don't. We don't ask ourselves those things. Now, the second thing that I had to claim in order to become multi-orgasmic was that I was worthy of pleasure. And if you've ever grown up thinking that pleasure and sex was for men or that your sexuality belonged to your partner, or any type of message that your sexuality wasn't yours, then somewhere deep down, I guarantee you that you unconsciously don't believe that you're worthy of pleasure. You may say that you are, and you may think that you are worthy of pleasure, but there's probably something going on in your unconscious brain that really doesn't actually believe that. So how do I know this? Because I've worked with enough women and men to know that on some unconscious level, Almost all of us feel unworthy of pleasure deep down. We don't have an embodied belief that our sexuality is ours or that it's for us to enjoy or that it's a gift that we get to give to others or that it is a celebration of life. So if you want to become multi-orgasmic, you have to claim and feel inside of your body that you are worthy of feeling pleasure. Because you can only experience the amount of pleasure that you feel that you are worthy of. So if you're running old, on old programming that limits the amount of pleasure that you allow yourself to feel, then it's no surprise that being multi-orgasmic is going to feel unattainable. The third thing that I had to do in order to become multi-orgasmic, or claim, I'd say, is that I had to claim that it's not a sin, that it's actually divine to live a life in service to pleasure. Now you all probably know by now that I grew up Southern Baptist and I could not have gotten a stronger message growing up that pleasure and fun and sex were inherently evil and sinful. <laughs> so you can only imagine how radical it might have been um, for me to find that what was indeed true for me was that pleasure and following pleasure and seeking out pleasure were indeed divine, not a sin. <laughs> yes, it took a while, but one day I just woke up and I realized that everything I've always wanted and sought after has led me to something better, that nothing got worse in my life when I sought out the things that brought me pleasure. It became more like a guiding star and a compass. Like, okay, well, what's next? Well, what brings me the most pleasure? Hmm. Let me go after that and find out. But I stopped putting conditions around going after what I wanted. And I stopped making excuses for not going after what I wanted. And lo and behold, I found that allowing, or allowing myself to follow my pleasure 
made not only myself happier and more joyful, but everyone around me. <laughs> and the fourth thing that I had to claim was my own multi-orgasmic genius inside. And I bet you're like, oh, what the hell, Lacey is a multi-orgasmic genius. Sure, I got you, babe. All right, your multi-orgasmic genius is an identity inside of you that you were born with. Every one of us was born with a multi-orgasmic genius. It's your original essence. It's a part of you that knows how to feel pleasure and orgasm and to experience that to the greatest extent possible. All of us were born with the ability to feel loads of pleasure and with the ability to be absolutely orgasmic. But what happens is that over time, we get taught that our pleasure is wrong and that it's not safe and that if we feel pleasure, then we're not going to belong and all of that stuff. So for example, if your mom walked in on you masturbating as a kid and you got fussed at or talked to or made to feel ashamed or made to feel guilty or made to feel dirty or disgusting because you were doing that, then we adopt this belief that our sexuality is that way that it's something to be ashamed of. It's dirty. It's disgusting. It's something that we should keep under lock and key. And over time, stuff like that happens. And we experience sexual trauma. Sometimes we get laughed at in high school. If you know, you're a dude and you get an erection and people see and they're like, Oh my God, you know, <laughs> like you get, you get shamed for being your sexual self. So we get all sorts of these messages over time that teach us that deep down our multi-orgasmic selves aren't okay and they are not welcomed here on planet earth right now. <laughs> so slowly we lose touch with that part of ourselves and we begin to shut down our sexuality and the multi-orgasmic genius inside in order to get the love that we want, in order to feel like we belong to our family of origin or in order for us to feel safe out in the world. But the thing about our multi-orgasmic nature is that you can't ever make it go away. You can't give it away. You can't give it to someone else and you can't get rid of it. It is always there. So claiming your multi-orgasmic genius inside is nothing more than a realization that it's already inside of you and that you were born with it. And it's just uncovering all of the layers and all of the blockages and all of the old programming and all of the old belief systems inside that are keeping you from connecting with this part of you that's already in you. Number five, the number five thing I had to claim in order to become multigasmic was my inner sex goddess. Now this one is a lot like your multi-orgasmic genius inside. So just like we all have one of those, we all have an inner sex god or sex goddess as well. Each one of us has a unique sex goddess that gets expressed through you in a way that feels genuine and real to you. Guess what, ladies? Being a porn star don't make you a sex goddess. Being super experienced in the bedroom don't make you a sex goddess. And being multi-orgasmic doesn't even make you a sex goddess. Nothing makes you a sex goddess because you already are one. And when you claim and fully embody and express your sexual self and the way that feels good and true and real to you, you are claiming your inner sex goddess and you are allowing her to express through you. But if you're trying to do what you think you should do, because that's what everyone else tells you you should do, or when you start trying to do that crazy thing your partner wants you to do, but it doesn't sit well with you inside, Whenever you are trying to force or put yourself into any sexual situation that doesn't feel good and true and real, 
you're blocking the flow of your intersex goddess. So if you're wanting to feel more sexually free and liberated and expressed, or even if you're just wanting to become multi-orgasmic, then you're going to need to claim these five things. So just to review, they were that you need to claim your body as capable of unthinkable amounts of pleasure. Number two, to claim that you're worthy of pleasure. Number three, to claim that it's divine, not a sin, to live a life in service to pleasure. Number four, to claim that you have a multi-orgasmic genius inside. And number five, to claim your inner sex goddess. If you're desiring to feel more sexually free, liberated, and expressed, and you want more one-on-one support with this, then I want you to head to the multiorgasmicmama.com and you can book a call with me there and we can chat all about it and how I might be able to help you achieve that. So thank you so much for listening and I will talk with you next week.